From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This 22. is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. So, if inappropriate jokes and geek humor are not your thing. You might be crap out of luck, but I promise we'll try to keep it as PG as possible. But if you saw what this podcast is about, you know what you're in for. So welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 223. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me as always is the man who looks young, but has jokes that are older than anyone in the panel combined. He is Mike, also known as MFG. It's black and white, black and white, black and white, black and white. None falling down the steps. <laughs> Anyhow, um, <laughs> it's time for a horribly described movie. You guys ready? Never. All right, here we go. Small town doctor brings people close together using new meal plan. Hmm. Say that again one more time. All right, one more time for the people in the cheap seats. Small town doctor brings people close together using new meal plan. Yeah, still on that one there, and we will have the answer at the end of the quick news. Notice how Mike said, um, "I'm still on that one" because he he smelled the wood burning from this side of the of the room. But <laughs> I it was digress. Cheap, it was cheap pine. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and our other illustrious host is the man who doesn't need compound V to boost up his bad dad jokes. It's just in his blood. He is RT squared. Rob the tech. That's right. One hundred percent natural. So the other day I was chilling in my backyard in my hammock when out of nowhere, this UFO comes and abducts me. They say that they have been monitoring me for a while and that I'm the pinnacle of the human race and they want to put me through some trials. I'm like, all right. So they have me running and fighting things and killing things. And it was crazy. And right when I was about to finish the last trial, a thought occurred to me. A person who works quality control at a condom factory and does a bad job is probably the cause of quite a few lives right now. <laughs> well, if it's quality control, they might just have a small dick. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was kind of role we're going on already. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah, it's, you know. But just just think about it. Like, what, what if you grab the wrong rubber and next thing you know, nine months later, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and also joining us for today's show, we have a special guest, but he's not a stranger. He's usually the guy that we that we bring when we talk about video game insight and also if we want a really good um hating on Spider-Man. But he's not here for that. He's here to give his take on our main topic. So please give it up for Ivan, aka Mr. Cooper. Hello, I'm back. The last time I was here. I said that Mario 64 is ass, and I, to this day, stand by that statement. Wow. How dare you, sir? <laughs> that explains all the hate mail I keep getting from Mario 64 people. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to replace... It ranks every, last. <laughs> every time you talk, I'm going to replace your voice with just chicken noises. <laughs> I did it to myself, to be honest. <laughs> so, you know what that means? I'm just going to wait for another hot take from for you for this show, but, you know, just no pressure. Oh, I, I, come on. I can say something about Spider-Man if I want to. Uh, no, no, no. We'll get there later. <laughs> <laughs> so, since you, the audience, 
press the play button for this episode, you know what you're in for. So don't wince, don't cringe, don't try to um, gasp too much or clutch your pearls as we get together to discuss the Amazon Prime Video series, The Boys, Season 3. But first, we have some geek updates. We have to give them to you, and actually, Mike's the guy to do it. So here he is, Mike and his quick news. And now, the quick news, brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cal. And that quick news was brought to you by Insert Smart Acronym Here. Underwritten by Little Snuffy. <laughs> I don't know. That, that, that announcement sounds like he lost like 50 IQ points somewhere along the line there. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> it was about 3,000 IQ points, and boy, was it sad. <laughs> well, that could speak- be for a lot of things. <laughs> well, speaking of sad, death. Damn it. What the uh, hell, dude? I'm sorry. I, it's not like I'm bumping people off, or at least not that I'm announcing that I'm doing it. You just uh, haven't been caught yet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All righty. Tom Palmer, one of comics' most celebrated inkers, passed away on August 18th. Palmer began his career working on Marvel Comics' Doctor Strange in 1968. He continued his relationship with Marvel Comics until the early 2000s when he moved to smaller publishers such as Valiant and IDW. Now, during his tenure at Marvel Comics, Palmer inked Gene Colan's Tomb of Dracula series, excellent series, as well as Colan's work on Daredevil, which was also excellent, even though Colan's flowing pencils were notoriously hard to ink. Palmer also inked Neil Adams on Uncanny X-Men and John Buscema on The Avengers, and various other artists on uh, series events uh, and miniseries like Magic, Mark Spector, Moon Knight, X-Men and Hidden Years, and Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Outside of Marvel Comics, he notably co- collaborated with Mark Millar and John Romita Jr. on Kick-Ass. Oh. As for accolades, Palmer won an Alley Award, a Comic Fan Art Award, an Inkwell Award, and 2014 Joe Sinat Hall of Fame Award from Inkwells. Tom Palmer was 81. Oh, God bless him. Oh, my goodness. But- yeah, his, his inking is, like, if you... Like, I forget what they called, what Marvel did when they had their, their books without the color. But if you just get, like, the anything oh, he did, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just the inks. It's His work is amazing. His ink work is what just is it, amazing. Uh, is it the Odyssey books? or the, No, not or, Odyssey. I forget what it's Something like them. that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, his, his work must be great. And no disrespect to him. But the minute I heard that he did Tomb of Dracula, I'm like, that's how Mike knows him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of you're a big fan of the Tomb of Dracula series great that Marvel series. did. Great series. You know, um. What's that, Robert? No disrespect to the dead, but I like him a little bit less knowing that he worked on Kick-Ass. I'm going to bust your ass. <laughs> How, why do you keep disrespecting Kick-Ass? You might not like the movie. Read the comic book. Then talk to me. Uh, it's, it, every time I try to read the comic book, all I hear is a whining. Oh, my goodness. Wait till, the, wait till you talk about the Dresden Files or whatever that's called. Oh, I'm sorry. We haven't talked about that. How dare you, sir? Oh, I'm sorry. I was falling asleep. I thought you were going to start talking about it. That's a gauntlet has been thrown. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully it woke me up. Shit. <laughs> Much more fighting than I expected over quick news. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got there, Mike? But luckily, last but not least, uh, with the formation of Warner Brothers Discovery, it is only fitting that prior installments of As the DC Superhero Movies Turn have now merged into As Warner Brothers Discovery Burns. And in this week's chapter... After backhanding fans by axing upcoming superhero shows and films, 
while standing firmly behind its flash solo film featuring a menace to society, wildly unpopular President and CEO David Zaslav will be overseeing massive layoffs at the newly formed company with over 70 HBO Max employees already let go. In addition to staff reductions, HBO Max will also cut 36 titles from its catalogs. But in offering some aloe for that burn, HBO Max yearly subscriptions will be reduced 30% until October 30th. Now, will subscribers abandon ship as the steamer, uh, I'm sorry, as the streamer cuts offerings in an attempt to recoup a sinking 3.4 billion second quarter loss? Or will a temporarily decreased annual fee be welcome lube for their anal assault? For the answer to these and other important questions, tune in next time when Davy Jones Amario, Hacienda Falls' premier kids party juggler and oldest living pirate, is asked by the local news reporter if he just turned 79. Amario smiles at the camera and says, I matey. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, you always miss the adventures of Hacienda Falls, don't you? I can't even lie. I I, I actually did with, with all the stuff that's been going on with um HBO and, and the and the and the merge and, and all the stuff with the flash. I mean, I was wondering when you were gonna come back to it. So I'm so glad you came back to it. <laughs> oh my goodness! But it's, it sounds like sounds like quite the shit show going on. Yeah, I, I will be surprised if HBO Max survives. It's it's pretty much people. Most people are predicting it won't be there anymore. It's going to get sucked into whatever they're going to call whatever they're going to call whatever they come up with. You know, whether it's, it's, it's just, just Discovery be Plus. Discovery Plus. Is what right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which is stupid because HBO is such a huge name when it comes to their series and uh, documentary. So it'll be, or maybe there'll be like HBO Discovery. Maybe that'll just be what how, it's called. How could HBO mismanage this so bad with all the things that they have under their umbrella of shows and series? How can you mismanage it? Because it's not HBO mismanaging it. It's, yeah. it's, it's the C president CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Ivan, I know that you, um, I mean, we speak on a personal level. I know you have a couple of like, you know, takes about this. You have anything to say about some of this news coming up? Oh, can you guys hear me? I lost the headset for a little bit. No, we, we got you. <laughs> Okay, good. No, I just find it weird, especially when you consider how many people were watching the premiere of House Dragons yesterday. How can you be so down in the money situation? I get my HBO with my cable subscription, so I don't pay for it. But I do like it a lot. Yeah. I do like it a lot. It, it, um, I spoke to somebody and whoever, if they listen to the podcast, I apologize, I don't remember who it is, that were telling me this is actually an exciting time for DC because um, the, the CEO sounds like he's going to really work to make things work for DC and, da, 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 da. and I'm like I don't know what you're, you're what tea leaves you're reading because it just seems like just a bunch of crumbling, that's what it seems like All you got to say is one word Batgirl That's all you got to say Batgirl, and you just walk away, drop the mic, drop all the mics, and then pick up Mike, but drop all the other mics. Drop all the mic, pick up our mic. Yeah, my yeah. hip. <laughs> I'm glad you said your hip because you just proved you're old. Is that all your quickness? That is all the quickness that I have. All right, so before we go to anybody else, could you repeat that horribly described movie and try to have us guess at it again? Of course, my pleasure. Uh, Small town doctor brings people closer together using new meal plan. Oh, I love no, just, I just, I, I, it's a video, it's Zoom for my side, and I'm just watching them like their, their brains are like just throbbing at their forehead right now. Because he said brand my new meal plan. Steve. I, I, I said small town doctor brings people close together using new meal plan. 
See, if if it wasn't a doctor, I would think you're talking about Sweeney Todd. But I mean, anybody else have any guesses here? No, because I was going thinner. Then I went the village. Then I don't know what I was thinking. So what's, what's you, I, anything, anything no. to uh, guess? Guess? No, I only got one right before. <laughs> I thought I can't believe Brian got it wrong. Uh, <laughs> well, this one, and uh, who is it that likes to think that they know everything about my damn movies? Tinkerbell swears she gets it all. All right, right Tinkerbell. If you said the human centipede, you would be correct. Oh, never <laughs> seen it. Neither human... have I, but I know what it's about. <laughs> now, once once I heard uh, mouth to butt, I'm like, uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so in work to wear? No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm surprised when people were like, oh. Have you watched the sequel? I'm like, you watched the first one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love strange movies. Even I'm, it's not that I'm grossed out. It's just I'm not even interested in to see this. Although that cult um, following thing does have me kind of like, all right, I, I feel like I'm missing something, but then I know I'm not. <laughs> You're missing wow. all the vomit that's going to come out after watching it. Yeah, pretty much. So it's funny because before I transition and ask the other guys if they have any quick news, it sounds like Mike picked that horribly described uh, movie to fall in line with the theme of our um, main topic today. You mean some gross out stuff? Right. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Ivan, Ralph, any quick news from you guys? No. <laughs> I got a no from Ralph. No. What about you? Not Mr. at Cooper? all. Not at all. All right. It's no. like, so I guess let's get to our... um. The reason why we're here. And let's talk about the Amazon Prime video series, The Boys, season three, which is why I said Mike's um, horribly described movie falls in line. Because when you want to talk about gross out and oh my God moments, I mean, this show definitely has it. But with a synopsis, is the guy who just mentioned the human centipede on our show, first time for everything, is Mike also known as MFG. Take it away. First of all, I'm calling dibs on being front of centipede, just... Wow. <laughs> Called it. So you, you call guys, it like top of the pyramid? You guys nice. can fight between two and three now. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. I don't want to hear about number doctor? two and talk about being a centipede. Don't ever mention two in centipede. That's all. Can I be the doctor? No. <laughs> all righty. The Boys is a web television series from Sony Pictures Television and Amazon Studios. The TV series was developed by Eric Kripke of Supernatural fame for Amazon and is based off of the comic book series of the same name by Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson under the DC Comics imprint Wildstorm issues one through six and Dynamite Entertainment issues seven through 72. The publication ran from October 2006 to November of 2012. As in the comics, the boys TV series centers around a group of violent vigilantes as they attempt to take down and expose the large superhero population that lives on greed, hedonism, and psychopath. Uh, excuse me, psychopathy. The boys season three has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 98% with an audience score of 86% and an IMDb weighted average of 86 out of 100. All righty, wow. little synopsis. The Boys Season 3 is the only show this year that dares to answer the question, what is the largest size a human body can expand inside a man's urethra before he pops like a blood blister? Uh, <laughs> Homelander is losing his already tenuous grip on society, while Butcher and his group search for a weapon powerful enough to destroy all suits. Luckily, there is a Captain America slash Winter Soldier hybrid character from this world's past kept in stasis in a Russian laboratory. He is codenamed Soldier Boy. And he is a shield-slinging, hard-drinking, dope-smoky, granny, gut-grinding relic with a homelander strength and a nuclear reactor in his chest. Family secrets are uncovered and alliances are swapped. 
This season puts the O in Oh My God, the V in Butchers and Huey's Veins, and the D in anyone with an open orifice at an orgy. <laughs> Other than wow. sex and death, did this season truly advance the plot? Because we'll find out. All right, starring Carl Urban as Billy Butcher, Jack Quaid as Huey, Anthony Starr as Homelander, Aaron Moriarty as Starlight, Dominique McGillagot as Queen Maeve, Jesse T. Usher as A-Train, Laz Alonzo as Mother's Milk, Chase Crawford as The Deep, Tomar Capone as Frenchie, Karen Fukuhara as uh, Kimiko, Nathan Mitchell as Black Noir, Giancarlo Esposito as Stan Edgar, Colby Minifee as Ashley Barrett, Claudia Dumi as Victoria Newman, Jensen Ackles as Soldier Boy, and briefly, and serving as a basically a glory hole, Aya Cash as Stormfront. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like the way you added that, that, that glory hole uh, mention. So let's get into it. The Boys Season 3. But actually, before we get into it, let's press that spoiler button that we pay so much money for. Warning. The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Ah, yes. And that beautiful spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stitch Productions. Hey, hey, is that a soup? Is that a bad soup over there? No, that's just Stush. Never mind. Hey, look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a, is there a guy jerking off over us? Nah, it's just Stush. <laughs> Stush sounds like what would have come out of that guy after jerking <laughs> off. But that's another story. Stush. 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 Anyway. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about it. Um, the Boys, season three. And it's funny that, that Mike mentioned um, Kripke's connection to um, Supernatural because that's what Jensen Eccles had said in an interview, how we got onto the show. Like He was yeah. talking with Kripke after they did um, Supernatural and they were just talking like passively and Kripke goes, hey, do you want to be on The Boys? You could be something totally different. Yeah. And Eccles, that, that's how Eccles got in. So I'm so glad you mentioned Kripke to remind me of that. That just goes uh, to show you, it's always who you know. We got two. We got two supernatural uh, fan things on there because because uh, Bobby's yeah, also on there. Yeah, Robert Singer, which yeah. is his actual name. Yeah, which is so funny. <laughs> Ain't that some <laughs> shit? All right. <laughs> so let me ask you this very broad question to open everything up. So as a whole, this is for the entire panel. As a whole, would you say this show in season three ceased to surprise you, or do you feel like they they really you know? Swing for the fences on this one. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't say surprise because I mean, the thing is, once you start off with the, like, you know, we're going to be the over the top crew, it, you know, you kind of can go where you can go. Um, I don't feel like all of them felt like swings for the fences, but it's starting to feel a little bit more like that right now with this season, just because I don't feel like the season advanced very much. Wow. You know, like I, I just, it's a lot of it, like, which we'll get into once we start talking about the story. It, think about it, how it begins and how it ends. It's pretty much stopped where it start. It start. It stops where it started almost. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, Rafi, Ivan. Um, I have to agree with Mike. Like, this, there's no real like shock anymore to what they do. Um, it, it, yeah. I mean, he summed it up really well. I guess it they finished where they started in the beginning of the of the season. Like it was just like you have a status quo, you upset the status quo and now you go back to status quo again. So that's, that's what it felt. Yeah, like. exactly. All right. Okay. Mr. Cooper. 
Oh, I didn't actually see it that way. I'm still wondering how they keep topping every other season before. <laughs> but they added okay. they added another generation to the fam. You can't add, act like that's not different. And they're tackling what a lot of other shows, frankly, are afraid of, and that's probably the white nationalism growing in this country, which is how it ended. Yeah, right. I would, that's true. That's true to that. Yeah, they they did touch on like a lot of different uh, topics and, and like issues that have been going on in the world today. Some subtly, some not so subtle. Um, but it's still like I don't know. It's just and I, and, and all, actually, and it's fun that you bring that up. That I mean, you know, definitely they've they've made uh, Homelander a, a certain former former guy uh, with superpowers, and you know the, the crazies that are are still lifting him up and uh, and and worshiping him. Uh, as we are seeing in the real world, I, I think that's also a little bit of a problem with me. Is that especially with this one not having um, a lot of uh, let's say repercussions weren't weren't shown. Um, is that you know sure we have the real world and the fact that we're not seeing a lot of things happen to people in power and stuff like that. But this is entertainment, and I don't really need the depression of the real world thrown in front of me. Um, you know, for for eight episodes stuff like that. So that I did feel that it was a little too close to what we have going on right now, but without a feeling of hope yet. Which, okay. you kind of, which you kind of need in the storytelling. You know, like I said, again, I don't need real life flash back at me. I, I want to see resolution, not a, well, we tried because that's <laughs> also what happened by the end of it. It's just, you know, and again, we'll, we'll, we'll start talking about the series itself, but by the end of it, it was kind of like, well, we tried anyhow onto this. And you're like, wait, what happened to your objective? <laughs> you know? It's not over yet. That's what season four is for. Hey, well, exactly. And it's funny because I was going to ask you guys that question about um, how they they throw a lot of you know um, some some themes that are going on uh, um, in American's political landscape, and just you know some you know just a lot of that stuff was thrown in, whether it's societal societal issues or, or political stuff. And I was wondering if that distracted you from the actual story because of the fact that it is so close to what's going on now, or did some people think it was a breath of fresh air? Not breath of fresh air, but like putting things out on uh, on Front Street and making it that visible for a really popular show, you know, was it a good thing? What'd you say there, Mr. Perez? Well, it's always had political touches since the first season. You could see how Vought mm-hmm. plays the political to try to get either get away with or... Because remember, the first season was about trying to get troops in the army. So right. that was their goal. But, you know, it's always going to have political touches, but of course they got this guy's daughter is now the vice running in the is it the presidential election right it's vice president right. Mm-hmm. Right. yeah so they have that and then you find out early on in the season that she she's well when you found out the end of last season she was a soup but they find out that she's a soup so now she's a target so there's a lot of like like you said the alliances swap and things like that there's a lot of, of a lot of backstabbing happening in this mm-hmm. one what i'm more interested in is some of the other side story because I'm for some reason still waiting for like the deep redemption. I was like, you gotta do some cool shit at some point. Doing it. <laughs> well, I know honestly though, his cool action was in season two when he ran that whale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that oh was actually God. really cool. Uh, but he's just, I mean, you know, they're 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 still they're still um, playing the whole Aquaman is a lame villain thing. So yeah. you know, they're they're not going to ever really give him any much, you know. I mean, and, and maybe they will because you can see that his wife is pulling the strings, and she has a hidden agenda for sure. Right. Well, she's, she's gone she's now, and her. he's and but he's she, she's gone now, and he's still screwing an octopus. 
<laughs> you know, which, so. which to him he doesn't seem that i mean he feels broken up about his comeback being you know cut short but i mean he he loved he loved them some of that octopus so you know yeah oh yeah you know, you know. I guess but he says oh, go ahead, once, bro. You, once you go to eight there's no <laughs> way to go back <laughs> you were trying to find a way to make that rhyme no no i leave all the rhyme i heard you mike. struggle no no exactly. I, I, leave, I leave all the rhyme into mike i, I know my place Leave all the right in the mic. Okay, all right. So let me ask you this: being that we we um, we kind of opened it up, saying you know, um, the show has all these things going on, and Mike had made the statement that, um, I guess where the team is and where people are hasn't progressed much. Out of every, because there's a lot of different storylines that we that we that they covered. I mean, from from Homelander, from Homelander and um, Butcher to Butcher, you know, finding a way to, to top Homelander before he got to even discover Soldier Boy, to Huey and his girlfriend. Is there any character that maybe had more progression from this season or the most progression? I I mean, I think Starlight probably had the most growth out of all the characters. I mean, we saw some, some slight changes with others, but she probably had the largest growth only because, you know, she's just kind of like, she's reached the stage of, I don't want to die, but I don't care. Which I mean, and I don't think it's absolute apathy. I think it's just that's her because she actually believes in superheroes being heroes. You know, right. she stated that to to Maeve um, and stuff like that. Like, she actually believes that. So when I say that she, you know, she's at the point of like, if I die, I die. It's not as in um, because I don't care. It's because she's saying that I do care so much that if I die on this fight, then it's a good fight, and I'm doing it for the people. Right. Um, and it's like you know, we knew that she said that she had these wantings, you know, in the first two seasons. But this one, we actually saw her, the way she stood up to Homelander, you know, knowing that literally in a, in a blink of an eye, she'd be dead if he wanted. I, you know, that I thought was actually growth for her. But then okay. I also have problems with other, that storyline, but we'll get back to that. Okay. Um, Mr. Cooper, how do you feel about, who do you feel out of all the characters had the most growth? Well, the ones, the stories that I like connections were the ones that went kind of to the side so i kind of like the the kamiko one and the mm -hmm. frenchie mm -hmm. okay when frenchie we had to deal with his past as well their I love like, story was cute i did really like it i like that but like when he had to deal with what he used yeah. to do because they captured because the russian lady captured him that was that was interesting to me mm -hmm. i think actually mother's milk actually probably had the biggest progression because he has he's dealing with like i don't know if you would call it ptsd but he's dealing with some trauma from what soldier boy did and then seeing soldier boy come back and trying to keep it away from his family is it, you can see that it's it's weighing on him right even though they, they told him and now he also has to deal with the weirdo from the, the season finale who you know raising his daughter so <laughs> his step is um her, her stepdad <laughs> yeah who, who was who was the first one to clap when he when he off that dude for talking shit so, deep throater yeah wow <laughs> that's exactly I mean, what he is he's, he's on the homelander con that's what, that's what i'm saying right? super hard <laughs> All so right. that, i feel like i feel like mother's milk got the, the, okay. the, the best progression progression yeah. for sure all right all right ralphie what about you who who do you feel has made the most progression for you um from this season well i have to agree that uh kimiko and frenchie did make a lot of they they grew a lot but I feel that like Butcher probably grew the most, you know, to the simple really? fact that like if it was him before he like he wouldn't have cared about 
protecting uh, um, little Huey. Yes, he wouldn't even care about protecting Huey. He would have just let Huey take the V, fuck up his brain, but they would have probably had a better chance of accomplishing their goal, right? Mm-hmm. But because of the mind fuck that he went through, because of the uh, the mind guy, what was his name? Mindstorm. Mindstorm. Because of what Mindstorm put him in through, he he was face to face with his his demons that he was fighting through. The fact that even though he says that he's not his father, but he pretty much grew up to be his dad with the same mm-hmm. mentality. Yeah. And he comes to realize that and accepts that and in his own fucked up way really cares about Huey enough that he doesn't want him to die. And then uh not much of a spoiler, but at the end when he hears his prognosis, he doesn't tell the rest of the people because he doesn't want them to worry about him because he cares about them. And that's the last thing that he wants them to do. He probably just wants to spend as much time as he can, do what he can, not having to worry about them fretting over him. You know, so yeah, that's, okay. that's why We're I say he, he, he had the most growth. Because even at the end, like his, his, whole, his whole goal, his whole mission throughout this whole season was to take out Homelander, right? He even goes to saying all those fucked up shit to, to, to Ryan just to have him push away. So like, so, so he pushes him away on purpose so that he doesn't in, in, intentionally or unintentionally hurt him, right? Which was kind of a mistake. But in the end, when Ryan is in danger... He puts his own agenda to the side, sides with his enemy to fight the other guy. I mean, come on. And how does Ryan thank him? How does Ryan thank him? Yeah. Screw that he says, kid. He says, fuck you. <laughs> I want to go with my dad. Yeah, but still, still, that is, right. that is growth. He, but he accepts that because he knew, he knew what he did would have that possibility. But yeah. at least Ryan is safe, and that's what he, what he cares about. He's safe in the arms of his psychotic, superpowered agent. But he won't, because he won't hurt him. He knows that Homelander won't hurt him. Well, we're assuming Homelander isn't that crazy (laughs) yet. We he has never shown that he won't hurt anybody. I mean, of course, yes. He if Homelander's anything like his dad, yeah. Push he him, threw him, pushed him off the damn roof. Before he, he pushed him off the roof. Yes, for sure. I, I get that. No, but but, but, but also what Cap is, but what Cap is saying though, if he's like, <laughs> if Homelander is like his dad, meaning yeah. Soldier Boy, no, no, right. no then I, I, then, I then at, at any point Homelander could just turn and just be like, you know what, you're actually a disappointment. So, right, got to go. <laughs> you know. So being that we're talking about um, Butcher, um, Butcher, um, that Ralph brought him up, let's bring up the fact that one of the major plot points in. Um, season three is this idea of temporary um, compound V, and and um, Butcher at the beginning of the series gets his hands on it in in a way to kind of even the even the odds a little bit, and then at some point you know um, Huey gets his hands on it too. Um, how did you guys feel about this use of a temporary compound V as you know? I mean, first Butcher using it, and then later on Huey using it. Um, did you like the fact that this you know being introduced? Do you think it should have been a um, a smaller plot point as opposed to something that went through the entire series. The thing is that in the, in the actual comic book, like they started using some, you know, compound V like substance, like right away, like, like pretty soon on the issues because it doesn't make sense them surviving. And, you know, we're not trying to put like real physics and real, you know, real, real logic 
into a TV show, but there is a certain amount of disbelief that you're you're begging for me to to swallow here. And that's the fact that any of them are still alive. The fact that like Homelander, who has proven it was it season one, that he can scour cities, listening in for this, that, and the other thing if he wants to. He really wants them dead, but he really seems also like it's like, I really want to do that. I'm just too tired today. Like, like, you know, it's it makes no sense so that the, the compound V at least kind of has you believe like, well, this kind of makes sense of why they're able to survive. Uh, but in the comic, all of the boys took the, the chemical. Um, here with only, you know, one and then eventually two people, uh, Butcher and then eventually Huey taking it. And it's, it's still not believable of why they're still alive. Like for instance, um, the fact that the thing that they held over Homelander that kept him in check was about releasing the video of him basically saying, fuck everybody on this plane, you're all gonna die, Maeve, let's go. It would have it would have destroyed his image, that, that, that. Well, it's it's great that that was there, but once they had him play his card with Starlight saying, you know what, go ahead and release that video because then nothing will hold me back. I will kill hundreds of millions of people, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, well, if that's the case, then what is holding you back? Like, like, in other words, and not even talking about to the public, I'm not talking about he has to go out and kill 100 million people, but nothing is literally stopping him from killing the boys. Like, it, it makes, now it makes no sense because even he's saying either play it or don't. And now that you've called her bluff and she hasn't played it, then there's nothing stopping you from killing them. So that makes no sense. So now, but without them all taking compound B, it now begs the question of like, well, how are you also alive and why? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Ralph, what do you think? You know, the comp temporary compound V was it a um, useful plot point or something they should have um, dumped um, early on? I mean, it made it interesting, to say the least. Okay. Um, it would have been more interesting to see them like if it was in the comics where they all took it, and it would have made more sense. But I don't know. Overall, I guess I I didn't hate it. Though it, it it was kind of funny to see that uh, Huey's power was the teleporting, but he like <laughs> loses his clothes every time. Loses everybody's like, clothes. Yeah, it's an inconvenient <laughs> <laughs> type of power. Oh yeah, I could teleport, but uh, I'll always be naked no matter where well, I he, go. Well, if he only teleports to like clothing stores, it'd be great. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but that'd be like you can't you can't take a I guess you can't take anything inorganic, right? That, that's well, what it seems like. Because you could take other people. Like, well, it seems like he doesn't know how to control the power, but oh. very possible. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, overall, like, it, I mean, it was interesting to see, because apparently with that power, with the V, Butcher is on the same level as Homelander, apparently. Which is just amazing. You know, yeah. that, that, v, that V conveniently gave him all of Homelander's powers somehow, you know. Yeah. I guess. Well, except flight, but, you right. know. Yeah. Yeah. What Who about knows? you? What about Oh, sorry. What was that, Ralph? Who knows? Maybe he could fly. He just didn't realize it. Ah. Mm. Mr. Cooper, what do you think about um, temporary compound V? Well, I come from a different side because I don't, I didn't read the comic book, so I'm just going off just to show itself. Yeah, that's good. And I like Go the, yeah. that he had to, he has to struggle with that dynamic of, do I need to use this to win? Do I need to be one of them to beat one of them? Like you can't beat them, join them type of thing, or can I do it without it? And then struggling. You can see in certain episodes where he doesn't want to take it. And then some, at some point he accepts his fate. And I, I need this to win in certain situations. But he doesn't want Huey to take it. 
right. because well because he found out what the side effects are. Yeah, I suppose. But um, I I did like that because it made it it, it gave him another thing to struggle against besides just we gotta kill the seven. Well, mostly Homelander because he's he's the he's the psychopath. But um, it gave him something else to, to struggle with, especially when everybody else found out and how they felt about it. Right. I mean, I I. I it reminded me of um the 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 way that dc handles um characters in 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 the in in the video game um um injustice how um harlequin could match wits with superman they took this you know particular um i forgot how they explained it but you know they all are on a similar level because i don't know they took a potion or i can't remember what it was it's a pill it's it's a pill that has nanites and right that, and then enhances their own physical abilities right so i think uh, kind of like what right. you know yeah it's, it's I, as laughable as you think it's laughable but it's the only i mean in a video game you're like well if i choose harlequin versus superman i should be getting my ass beat you know five seconds it at least you know makes oh no least- but batman if he just plans you know he can be superman with no problem well we're not <laughs> talking about that right now what kind of level is that what we're talking about <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. All right. Um <laughs> let me ask you. Um Stan Edgar was the the head of Vought for how long? Did you expect him to be gone that quick? Well, he's not <laughs> gone. He's just he's just out of a he's, job. Or he's, he's, out, no, he's not no. out of a job. I guess he's out of the public he's, eye. He's on a temporary leave of absence. Right. That's what it was. It was like That's grand opening, grand closing. I, I was like, I'm I still want um Stan to have like some un, just some insane type of ability which is the because it's the only thing that makes sense of again it's just again like like homelander like just using uh, victoria to turn against him it's like really then what was the fear of him all this time like like you know like even just trying to use that well that daddy issue kind of thing it's like that only goes with so far when you have an uh, it's it's not like he's a grown man with daddy issues he's a psychotic individual that will kill anything that pisses him off slightly Mm-hmm. That really is no reason that Stan, because he could just kill Stan and someone else just like that would take his place. So the fact that Stan's been around all this time, it's again, it, the show this season, particularly it's with them letting, with them letting us know that Homelander realizes that he is a force to be reckoned with. It's now kind of pulling off the curtains or pulling back the curtain saying like, well, then why is this not happening already? What has stopped you from being yourself you know because he wants dan's approval i I was about to say that that's a lot what that is i know what you're saying mike like if you're so powerful why are you letting this stuff happen i think the the moral um homelanders and i'll put it in air quotes moral code or his values of that i'm gonna be the best and i'm gonna be the best person and yeah i might fall off you know fall off the handle here and there but you know for the most part you know, I'm doing it the right way until I have to, like, you know. So the idea of, but, we, but we've never seen that from we, literally ever. Yeah, but but in he his said, head, he, his own skewed value system is the reason why he hasn't killed the whole the whole lot of them. Right. Because, but what I'm saying is that, but like we don't, we see him doing. We know that he loves um, glory. We know that he loves worship. We know that that's a big factor of what helps contain him. But it's never been about him. Think- he never thinks he's doing the right thing. He doesn't care. He thinks he's doing something that'll get his ratings going. But if he thought he was doing the right thing, then he wouldn't, he wouldn't be ashamed of all the things he does. He knows he's doing wrong. He knows he's doing things that people would not like. 
even in this one, like again, because we're seeing, you know, the 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 representative of like, you know, the right side, the right wing of our, our political party, just like when he finally just kind of let loose. Not not even we're not even talking about like when he uh kills the guy, but when he just lets loose on air and then he sees that I'm everyone's like we, you. you know, that we kinda they kinda like that. He was like, Oh, okay, <laughs> then I'm good. And then when he goes as far as to literally melt someone's head in front of a crowd of people and gets this cheer that I would love to know how long he practiced that smile in the mirror, the actor, because he did a great, that uncomfortable, like, like, yeah. oh, wait, wait, wait. They, oh, no, no, they're into, the, oh, wait, wait, they're into this. <laughs> they really like, then he did the Sally Field thing. They like me. They really they like, like me. me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was I was surprised he didn't just start like you know just like lasering people like oh it, you I, like that and, yeah, and you yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I um, there's I thought they were going to introduce Soldier Boy a lot earlier, but they definitely waited it out. They they definitely built built up the backstory of you know. Soldier Boy being the original Vought um, mm-hmm. soldier and all this other stuff and, and um, the, his connection to Black Noir and all this stuff. When they finally introduced Soldier Boy, was it what you expected? Because because in the in the boys' world of you have somebody who is out of time, trying to relate people during this time, and the things that come out of his mouth. Was it everything you expected, or was it more? <laughs> Well, I mean, they definitely could have gone far crasser if they really, really wanted to. Like, like he he could have been calling a spade a spade, and that would not have been the right words that he would have been using <laughs> for, for, for every race if he really wanted to. Because back then, nobody would have thought twice. Um, when they initially, you know, like literally initially showed Jansen Eccles as Soldier Boy, I was like, uh, but I mean, I really grew to like his character. I think he looks like he had fun with the character, which was oh, was, was very did. important. Um, and I, I mean, you know, for the time they had, I, I felt. That they did all they could. I mean, if he was a character that was going to go over multiple seasons, or if our if our seasons were like regular TV series seasons and not, you know, streaming seasons of like eight episodes, if they were like twenty something episodes, I think you know they could have um, built him up a little bit more and given us a little bit more insight. But um, I I mean I enjoyed the character again for what he was. You know, right. I mean he he really was very much uh, Dean Winchester, just with a lot of superpowers, <laughs> and without <laughs> Sam as his brother. Um, wow. And, and at least, unlike in the comics, you know, uh, he didn't have sex with Homelander. So, you know, there's that for Amazon. There's that, right. <laughs> Which I'm very surprised they didn't go there. But I guess since they had their other big reveal, they decided not to go there. Right. Uh, Ralphie? Um, I kind of enjoyed seeing Homelander, uh, Homelander, Soldier Boy on there. Like, I love Jensen Echoes. And I just thought oh, he's he, did, great. he did a great job portraying this character. Like, when... Like, so you, you kind of like initially feel sorry for him because you're like, mm-hmm. oh, like his his whole team betrayed him. But then once you start uh, watching the story and you realize why they betrayed him, because this guy's a fucking asshole. Right. You're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, like you don't deserve my sympathy. But then you hear like the story of of his father. And you're like, oh, so he's he's, he's just another homeowner that wanted the approval of his father. So it's like, oh, but then now you're like, I don't know if I should feel sympathetic towards you or should I hate you for being such an asshole? Or is that you you just can't control not being an asshole? So I'm like, oh. all right. So yeah, when, my answer, when, my, when, my answer when, to that is if you kill lots of people, 
there's no sympathy for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I, yeah, there's that. I mean, he didn't, he didn't mean to kill the people in the restaurant. That was oh, just that was fine. His, his PTSD, you know? No, that's but, fine. That's no, understandable. No, no, no. I, I don't have shell shock. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Cooper, uh, how, were, how were you? What was your impressions of um, Soldier Mr. Boy. Uh, Soldier Boy? I, I just want to say real quick, it, it, it was very hard for me not to go Superman every time I heard Soldier Boy. It was, it was just. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Thank you for the early 2000s reference. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Mr. Cooper? Oh, um, I wanted to see the boys' twist take on Captain America. That's really what I wanted to see. <laughs> I just love their twist take on uh, characters. So, like I said, I have no knowledge of anything from the comic books. I'm just going fresh. So, I think it was, I think it was at least for me, because you guys maybe have other expectations for knowing something about the thing. I was like, let me see where this goes. And it was just like a, a mesh of Captain America and Winter Soldier's mm-hmm. origins basically put together. And then when he comes back and figures out that he wants revenge, I was on you. I was like, there was sympathy because they all betrayed him. And you find out why. You're like, well, if you were easier to kill, you wouldn't be right now. But you're such a hard ass. So. That was the thing. I mean, I mean, I guess the whole point was it was just Stan Edgar. But because otherwise it was very unclear. I mean, sure, they didn't like him, like his team play, uh, playback. They didn't like him. But it was like, what was exactly their reasoning for turning on him? I guess it was just Stan Edgar. But still, like they turned on him, it's like it's such the point. You're like, well, damn. They had their reasons. <laughs> he's like abusive to all everybody. Well, else. he was complete. He was he was a complete asshole, like Homelander. So I mean, I guess that's enough. You know, I guess that's the reason that we're supposed to understand and go with enough. But what is interesting though is who? I mean, and I guess I can only put it this way: there's two stories of what happened, and I guess the question is which one's right? Because Grace tells her version of what happens. And then we see um, Black Noir's version of what happens. Because remember, in Grace's story, Black Noir is his face is burned due to wow. like the enemy bombing and gets a cut in his head that basically stupefies him um, because of, of a you know a, a blade being up there. But then we see in Black Noir's cartoon memories that he was burned by uh, Soldier I mean, Soldier Boy. Sorry. Yeah, and his his crack in the skull is also from Soldier Boy's shield. And then other things that happened, like the fact that it wasn't an outside force, it was infighting amongst themselves, uh, the heroes that, that caused all this damage. So I'm curious which one is actually the truth. Well, it, it's like a combination of the both. Uh, the the gorillas attack them, and they take that as the uh, take advantage of that to then turn on Soldier Boy, so that the Ivans, quote unquote, can come in and and take Soldier Boy away, which made me wonder, like, so like Vought was very protective about their compound V formula, right? Mm-hmm. You you would think that he wouldn't want them to get the, a hold of it, but he probably thought ahead saying like, there's nothing that can, you know, break his skin. So how would they get the blood, right? Is it, thinking? Well, they didn't say that it was unbreakable. They just said it's just really difficult. Because no, obviously he can be cut. He bleeds, you know. But how? They never said that. <laughs> Because like you see him getting shot in the mouth, like a machine gun in the mouth, and no blood comes out. Right, but I mean at the same time we saw that um, uh, Butcher's uh, heat vision cut his skin, so there must be some temperature that can eventually pierce his skin. Right, that's true. Yeah. The temperature of rage. 
Rifle fire versus um, Homelander's eye beams, two different things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Um, one thing I realized watching this series is that a lot of the things, a lot of the issues for all of the parties involved seemed very interconnected, like the whole mother's milk, his family was killed by um by soldier boy throwing a car and da, 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 da. there was a couple of other instances did, did you feel that way also that some of these side these subplots or these things that brought these characters in were seemed a little bit too coincident coincidental you know well mother's milk um being brought in that way is no different than huey in other words it's your family was killed because of a soup or someone you love because of soup it's the fact that soldier boy is brought back that feels a little bit more contrived. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you can imagine that most of these people, if they dealt with soups and like I said, their loved ones were killed or injured or whatever, that would be a reason that you'd form this group to try and kill them. But the fact that like now this main person that you're looking for also just happens to be the same person that killed your family, that's when you start to get like a, all right, all right, you know, not everybody has to be related here. Not, <laughs> Wolverine didn't have to sleep with everybody. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. What about you guys? You guys feel the same way? I mean, that's just the way I felt about it. I felt, I felt it was a little bit too, you know, everybody was kind of connected in some in some way, and it started feeling like that whole uh, my favorite argument: Stan Lee versus Steve Ditko. You know, yeah. does Green Goblin have to be somebody that that Peter Parker knows to be a villain? Right. And Ditko always said no. It could be just a random psycho. Right. But didn't feel that way. How about you guys? You guys feel that way, or do you feel like I'm overthinking it too much? I was just disappointed that uh, Mother's Milk didn't go, hello, my name is Marvin. You killed my family. Not prepared to die. Wow. Because by the time he said all that, he would have been dead. It is true. <laughs> it is true. But I'm disappointed that they didn't say it. <laughs> Mr. Coop, what are you thinking over there? Well, we live in a post-Ray is this guy's granddaughter world, so... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing could be as bad as that. Remember that. <laughs> it's all, all right. connected, baby. Palpatine. <laughs> that's right, everyone out in the audience. Palpatine having sex. Try and get that out of your mind. <laughs> oh, God. Pal Palpatine in hiding an entire fleet that could take out a whole solar system that nobody noticed. I'm sorry. For, just my thing, is just, my thing is just the, just the fact that he's got a granddaughter. I'm like, Palpatine had sex. And you know, at some yeah. point, he said, do it. <laughs> no. The fact that we're talking about Palpatine sex on a Heroes podcast is just letting you know it can't be any worse than that. That contrived the reason for why he has powers. That lot is. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, let me ask you this: um, a little bit off uh, off the beaten path. What was your oh my god or holy shit moment? Oh, the first episode. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, My I, only big. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Well, he's expecting someone to mention Herogasm, but honestly, like it was. I was trying to see who would avoid talking about Herogasm. It no, wasn't even it. that. It's, it was like pretty tame, if you ask me. Like honestly, well, I mean, it's compared it's to not, it was in the it's comics. not Pornhub. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> even Amazon has its limits. <laughs> you know, the Herogasm um, comic is like, oh shit, like wow. Yeah, because yeah, because this they, this they was can. like oh. Well, like I said, they're, they're they're leveled down, but it's really funny though. When it comes to ratings, that's the highest rating episode of the season, and I'm like, yeah. really, guys? Because I'm cause like, they show and, and, more tits in that right, but I'm like, one episode than they I'm do like, in the entire series. Th this is, but this isn't 1995. I'm like, every single person, and you know, it was every single guy 
that rated that as his favorite episode. It's like <laughs> you have porn in your pocket 24 seven with your phone and don't tell me you're not looking at any of it. Like, I'm like, if this is really shocking and, Oh, did you see that? It, it's someone's breast. Oh, was that a penis? It's like, if this is your most shocking and like, Oh my God moment, it's like, really? <laughs> my oh my god moment though was just the fact that this guy shrank down crawled inside of another guy yes and then and then sneezed and blew up to full size that because that set the whole stage you know yes, that, was, that, was, that was a great scene <laughs> saw that one right there the moment you introduce some nose candy and then and and, and the guy named termite that can shrink you yeah, know where it's I'm going like, I'm like, yeah. But at the it, party, it was, at the yeah. party when he just jumped out and splashed all over mother's milk. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh. <You know? laughs> I felt I felt bad for mother's milk on that one. Well, I don't know if that was the worst or if the or if the worst had to be when he opened up what he thought was the bathroom and just got <laughs> sprayed with buckets of jizz. <laughs> just, just <laughs> buckets of it. <laughs> So Mr. Cooper, I'm imagining that is not your oh my god moment. No, that, that is my oh my god. That that first because they they answered the what if Ant Man got went into Thanos' yeah exactly the question. <laughs> and, and that actually, by the way, the the uh, the the producers and the writers said that that's literally why they put that in there. Oh really? Yeah, they said it literally was. They were like, "What craziness could we do?" And they were like, "Well, this is whole thing about Ant Man jumping up Thanos' butt and da 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 da." So they're like, "Man, let's give this a go." <laughs> you know, let's play around with that idea. <laughs> My yeah, goodness, that whole, that whole scene, that whole sequence was wild. That far, I probably should have seen it coming, but I did. And I was like, once he, so with cocaine, eased it out and blew up. It, it started off wild when he shrunk and he just went right into the. He just jumped like, like right in. Shit, <laughs> like, like this is not his first time ever doing this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> clearly it wasn't. And how did you guys feel about the age rate, the A train side plot? Because I mean, they, they do some things with the deep, you know. Ooh, trying, oh, trying I'm sorry. Did I just little... yawn that loudly? Wow. <laughs> a, a train was not doing it for you, huh? A, a, a train side plot was as silly as his African costume. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> like, like I mean, like, cause they, I mean, that because that was a weird part. Like, and also, I, I felt it was a little bit disrespectful. Like, they really did like you know like you know like um like i haven't even mentioned like they 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 touched on a lot of today's topics that and they did a like i said even though i wasn't happy about the fact that like it's it didn't provide you any kind of even remote answers you know leaves you hanging um they touched a lot of what's going on with like the q and stuff and all this other craziness going on with the politics but then they just brushed black lives matter like just brushed through it they were like oh blah 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 blah, blah. and you know here's this hot guy whatever that taken care of and I was just like, really? That that's the one you breeze aside? <laughs> you know. They didn't brush, they swept it right out the screen. They were like, oh, they were like, where's my Dyson? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, it was really weird because I'm like, well, why did you guys bring it up? <laughs> hey, you know, they, hey. they treated it like one, two, three. Hey, soup slides matter. Soup slides matter. Well, they do. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> especially this, especially the size of termite. That really matters. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, that, that, that was my that was my only thing with uh, his side story. Um, I just wasn't that impressed with it. And because also because also he's just a piece of sniveling crap. So you're because that's the thing too. Like they're trying to make you feel bad for this guy, but I'm like, he has never made one good decision, and he still mm -hmm. hasn't made one good decision. 
but yet you're, it's almost like I'm supposed to feel bad because I'm supposed to say, well, he's black and therefore has had it rougher. So his decision-making can be bad and I'm still supposed to feel bad for him. And I'm like, no, that's not how storytelling works. You know? Boy's a sellout will always be a sellout and he's trying not to be a sellout by still being a sellout. It just seems like, or at least um, between A Train and um, and the deep, it was like who could who could sni- who could be the most sniveling, um, conniving, oh. you know, kiss ass. Oh, the deep, the, the deep, deep. Sorry, <laughs> the, the deep, the, the deep. Like he he's he's all up in. He's he's he got it all down his throat, and he's tickling the taint. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> can, 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 can you give a better description for that, Mr. Cooper? I'm not sure if you can. I mean, just look at the picture that he has in his room of of Homelander sitting on basically a throne, and he's behind him um, uh, with his hand on his shoulder. Like well, the he, deep is just, he's just, he's just, you know, water breathing Smithers. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. Um, being, that, being that we have to keep an eye out for time, um, well, I, I did want to mention though that we, you know, that the I wanted to come no, back. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was no, gonna no. say like the, the a plot that just it, it was ignored <laughs> was the whole uh, Victoria Newman. Like, like she was she ended season two with like, oh, this is going to be something to look forward to. We see her in season one, and then besides like her like just doing some paperwork, we don't see her till the end. Not even doing anything interesting then, really. You know, but like, like sure she did a backstab here or there, but it was just like, oh. Okay, that subplot's dead, I guess. Well, well she popped the head in, in episode one, and then she right. kind of faded she, to the background. She, she showed back body. up. She popped the body. You know. Popped the body. Because now we at least now understand. We don't know how her power works, but we know it's vision based. Yeah. Right. And she can. It's not that she pops head. She, I guess, expands, or maybe she overexcites the molecules of whatever she's looking at. Right. I, you know. I, I don't know. I just want to know: Is did her daughter survive, and what powers did she get? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I, I just think that, I mean, Mike, Mike talked about they, t- they totally dropped it. I, I think they purposely made sure that they um, gave you something else to think about for season four. They, they, they planted the seeds. And even though Mike's right, he's like, okay, they kind of prepped you at the end of season two going, hey, this is, might be your next big bad. And she wasn't the next big bad, you know. But I think they had to kind of have her, you know, fall back into, you know, into the background. So you can have this story with Soldier Boy and, and all this other stuff. Because if you'd introduce that into whatever they had already, it'd have been too much. We'd been complaining about there's too much going on right now. I don't know. I mean, the Soldier Boy, like, if you look at, at the whole thing with Soldier Boy, I mean, the fact that that uh, Soldier Boy wasn't even in it from the first what? He wasn't into the third episode or second? Was like, fifth. The fifth episode? When fourth, he fourth, fourth, oh, fourth. Okay. Fourth the fifth. Yeah, fourth okay. the fifth. Um, you saw how, how collapsed his entire story plot was to this season. So it just felt weird that there wasn't something else being very clearly, you know, brewing for us. Um, because that's what I was saying before, how it feels like we just ended where we began, you know, because like I said, we, we had a, a little taste of what Victoria's up to in the beginning and the end. Um, you know, we talk about trying to stop Homelander. We get Soldier Boy. That fails. He's, I mean, he started off frozen or in stasis in a Russian lab. He's going back to stasis in a, a of Russian lab. Uh, they did not kill Homelander again. Um, and what really gets me got me was at the very end, when Butcher comes in, he's not like, how are we going to get that fucker? He's like, all right, how are we going to get her? I'm like, so wait, you've now just decided to drop all get Homelander? Like, 
that was that, that, that that's the entire reason for the show you know so that just also it just sat weird with me this time okay what about you Cooper? how you felt about it well she's i guess they're probably setting up she just turned around and smiled man she just hit you with the sandals man. that's what you need to know <laughs> your opinion will come later man <laughs> that's all it was. well he probably feels that because if she gets into a position of power where she pretends she's not one she's against them but she has the political power behind it that's probably a little dangerous well, think about this all so right. that's probably why he's switching that side because he is if he noticed he probably knows that she's in homeland's pocket now he needs now he has two targets right. because she could spin it in any way right this whole this, this whole show is about spinning spinning the public view of whatever the, is actually happening and so you know for some reason everyone's very interested in what's going on because if the, if the, it seems like if the public is not then the whole thing falls apart right. oh, i see that Th- think about it this way um if she becomes VP, all it takes is one head pop for her to become president. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of lining things up, lining things up. Um, how were you guys with the resolution of the um of the of this season? I actually thought for some reason I thought it was 10, 10 episodes, and when it was eight, I was like, wait, there's one more. That's it. I was kind of like totally thrown. Did, did you feel like it? It, it stuck the landing well with the last two episodes, or did you feel like it was rushed? I know some of the some of the series we watch. I don't know if you feel the same way, Mr. Cooper, but I know for, for for the guys, some of the things we watch will be so long in certain ways, and then they rush the conclusion or they rush the climax. Did you feel like that they landed the the conclusion and and, and dot all their eyes and cross all their t's, or was it rushed? Me one, I'm not surprised that you weren't able to count well. Not the first time, not the last. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Been a while since you insulted me. I'm actually pretty, you know, I feel flattered. Go ahead. Um, no, I don't think that they, I'm sorry, Rob. I didn't know you were going. Um, <laughs> I don't think they, they landed because they rushed the whole um, Soldier Boy ending mm-hmm. with the whole the whole thing with, with Maeve. Mm-hmm. I just, I think what I'm thinking about is that like that was it, that was their weapon, but they didn't actually prove that he lost that power with whatever happened. Well, Soldier Boy doesn't that, that lose the power. Yeah, no, that was and the, st- of the Russian experiment, right? That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's well, that. we're assuming. We also know that he was doing something at a nuclear reactor, supposedly when they, you know, they were saying before. But we, yeah, we just assume it's because of the experiments. Yeah, I think they they took him because they, they made him radioactive, right? I, I just guess it would have been nice to know that she could have survived that by knowing what her what her skill set is. Maze. Well, I mean, maybe she did just, survive it, but right. we just, yeah, I mean, right. just she's Wonder Woman, but not really because Wonder Woman wouldn't be having so much goddamn trouble with with Homeland and like that. No, she'd be but, swinging. Um, she'd be swinging on the lightning right now. Um. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I mean, but that's basically. I mean, she just basically has like incredible durability because I mean, the thing is. I mean, granted, she survived a huge version. Like, he really souped up. But, like, you saw, even with, um, obviously, to us, it's incredible. But even with uh, Kimiko's amount of durability, she survived a blast. A direct blast. Uh, you know, like a direct blast, you know. So Maeve being far stronger than Kimiko and much probably much more resilient, 
you know, was able to survive that she just lost all of her abilities and she's just incredibly effed up. Which, <laughs> I think they she could probably her get her abilities because back. She could, but she yeah. solved her story. She doesn't want them anymore. Right. And she lost them. She's good. She's out. She's For out. now. Yeah, <laughs> so they need to, she lost an eye and she's, she's like, oh, that's enough. A woman I, with an eye patch is not that thing. I, I did like the fight. I mean, like, there was parts of that fight that were really good. Um, the thing that got me with the starlight one though, when he like jacks up all the lights and she gets super super powerful enough to fly, and I'm like, I'm like, wow, he jacked up all that that light energy, which they again they have now said it's light that she's absorbing, and I'm like, I'm like, oh cool, it's they 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 zip they they had to crank up all that light for her to get super powerful. I'm like, so she's never out in the daytime. That's the yeah, I'm thinking the same. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Is it like so she's just never out in direct sunlight, which is the brightest thing there is in our entire solar system. <laughs> you know, so she should be flying all the time. <laughs> no, it's, it's, the, the the thing is that it would take her eight minutes to actually fully power up because that's how long it takes light to travel from Earth. Uh, to, from no, that Earth. the light's already here. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> we, otherwise we would we would only see momentarily in eight minute intervals. I was making a science joke, Mike. <laughs> all right, maybe, all right, maybe all right. she just needs to be closer to the the, the lumen. How bright I it guess. is. Because the sun is the word lumens there, like he just suddenly read read a light bulb box. One thing I I, want to bring up real quick about Starlight is the fact that her and Huey kind of stayed together throughout all this stuff. And mind you, they had their you know their things about he was a little bit jealous of um of light speed. You know he you know he was worried about when she had the face. You mean supersonic? uh, uh, Supersonic. Keep going, light speed. Um, um, when she had to fake her relationship with Homelander. You know all this stuff, and I'm like. And they still didn't really break up. I'm like, okay, I call, I call BS. <laughs> I call they're white people. Oh, they're white people. Okay. <laughs> so they don't believe in breaks. They don't believe in like, you know, because I was like, one um, of those things. It, it bro- depends. Ross does, but Rachel does not. <laughs> oh, so. okay. that's the rule. Ross does, but Rachel doesn't. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's a good rule of thumb to think about, even in the hero <laughs> world. By the way, what did we all think about the the completely and wonderful classless demise of our resident Nazi, <laughs> who, who just who basically just became, uh, for lack of a better word, a pocket pussy for <laughs> Homelander, and then just I guess blows up in the building or whatever. You're like, eh, that's good enough for me. That's how you get rid of a Nazi, I guess. No, she <laughs> you know? she. Uh... They say that she bit off her own tongue and choked on her own. Oh, that's tongue. right. I forgot yeah. about that. Would, Will, wouldn't you? I mean, she, because he, cause he's just like, yeah, I, this is the only need I have for you. Basically, it's what he told her. Like, it's like, there's nothing else happening besides me just using you. <laughs> no, but then it's also because, like, she wanted him to become the, the Ubermensch. Right. The, the, the great Aryan leader. And he's like, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm just me. Stop, stop saying all those things. Like, no, oh, no. You can see my roots coming out. I mean, come on, really. I'm not really blonde, guys. <laughs> just, just saying. Just saying. All right. Is there anything else you want to mention before we go into renaming and ratings? No? Okay. It sounds like nose across the board. Okay. So let's go into it. Renaming the show. Ralph. Do you want to go first? No, nah, I'll go last this time. You go last? You go last? Who's, you don't say who goes. I say who goes. But I'll go. <laughs> um, nothing really creative. Just the boys. One good shock deserves another. It just feels like every time that I sit down and I, and I put the volume up to hear the dialogue, something else jumped out. 
I'm like, fuck, I gotta lower this. So it just kept like, it wasn't a horror film, but it just kept jumping out at me. Your neighbors are like, are you watching porn? <laughs> With that jumpiness, I don't know. <laughs> Ralph. The Boys. Season two plus one. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness, your creativity. My, it's the I'm fact that you it. know that he, you know that he sat for the last two seasons thinking of what he would call this for season three. But he could have <laughs> used that for when he talks about um, The Walking Dead because I know he doesn't like it. So he just said, oh, season four is season three plus one. I get it because he doesn't no, like be- Walking Dead. Because it was basically season two, but just you just add another number to it and call it season three. That's what it was. I, I call zero creativity. I get you. I get you. Mike. See, Mike. Mike gets me. Yeah. Uh, I would just call it Dick Week on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of dick. I was actually very surprised and proud over the fact that we see more dicks than uh, uh, boobs on there. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's been the way that uh, Hollywood's been changing. Yeah, times are changing, my friends. Times are changing, yeah. Um, Mr. Cooper. I don't remember I don't remember the actual episode, so I'm just gonna call it The Boys Homelander. I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> the Maury Povich episode? The Maury Povich. <laughs> no, I don't know which episode of Star Wars it is what he says that it's probably the, the, the second one, right? It's it's, it's episode one, yeah. episode it's five. Episode five. It's Empire, yeah. Yeah, episode five, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's break it down. Ratings for The Boys Season 3. Ralph. I give The Boys Season 3, or Season 2 plus 1, uh, seven and a half termites sneezing, breaking a guy in half inside of his dick out of 10. Okay, all right. I'm just going to give um, The Boys Season 3 eight and a half holy fuck moments out of ten. I was originally going to give it a nine, but after I was talking, there's some things that I'm like, okay, I'll scale it back a little bit. So eight and a half holy fuck moments. Um, Mike? Uh, my ratings before have been eight and a half, but like I said, I was a little bit more disappointed in this one, but I give it an eight. Looks like Come with the Frog had a wank in your mouth out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. That's creative, man. <laughs> Mr. Cooper, bring us home. Um, what are Very you giving simple. It? I'll give it the highest. I give it a nine. Kimiko in that beautiful dress out of ten. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, she was great. Uh, I really, right. I, I really did like Kimiko this this season. You know, because again, she's also very different than the character in the boys. Because in the boys, she's just this crazed, like just kill you versus look at you kind of a, of a character. You know, here they've given her a lot more depth and emotion and stuff like that. The game yeah, it definitely works better. For- yeah, it definitely works better. I mean, I don't know if Frenchie would be in love with the one in the comic, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so there you have it. The boys. Hey, you already know it's, this show is not about kid stuff, but it's definitely good stuff. But hey, don't go anywhere. Rocket Review is next. Hi, I'm MFG, and this is my two-minute Rocket Review of the Netflix drama series, Possessed. Possessed, AKA Beignet, is a 16 chapter supernatural series written by Park Hee Kang for Studio Dragon. Now, if you're like me, when you hear psychic civilian and local cop team up, 
you can pretty much set the yawn factor to <sighs> been there, done that, saw the sequel, hated the prequel, and slept through the musical. But this South Korean thriller has shocks and surprises that will have you throwing shady side glances at its American cousins. Kang Pil Sung is a crotchety police detective with a soft heart whose appearance could be best described as Columbo if he just gave up. Hong Seo Jung is a beautiful gust of wind who won't take no for an answer and happens to communicate with ghosts and read minds. After a chance meeting, Seo Jung attempts to prove to Pil Sung that she can see the dead and accidentally unlocks the same ability in him. Before long, the bickering duo becomes the hunters and prey of sadistic serial killer Huang Dae-do, who was killed 20 years earlier. Huang Dae-do's spirit is able to possess humans so he can continue his twisted games to prove that even the most pure and righteous can be made to kill innocents. But as the pursuit continues and the detective becomes the focus of more and more bloodletting, the malevolent phantom's insidious endgame leads to a gut-wrenching finale. But possessed is more than death and chases. At its heart, the series is a love story that will warm your feels, pain your heart, and water your eyes with sorrow and joy. With 16 episodes spanning a range of horror, quirky humor, dread, love, and unspeakable evil, I give Possessed an emotional roller coaster ride of 9.5 out of 10. I'm MFG, and that's my two minute rocket review. Geeks on the go. Now with better timing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you didn't have to pull out pull back the curtain that much, asshole. <laughs> all right, everybody. You know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we rarely no, I can't even say rarely. We make it under a minute like almost every other show. But I mean uh, I stopped we're, trying. We're, we're 220 something episodes in. I I pull back on that. I'll say this. Out of 220-some-odd episodes, the past 10, we've been really good? With Geeks on the Go? So, one twentieth. That's not a really good average. Hey, it's better than the zero average I was pulling before then. Mike, Mike well, remember. I also, when, when Mike told me the, 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 the most sacred rule of ignore Ralph when he's trying to mess things up, that's been helpful. <laughs> How dare you, Mike, give him the secret? Uh, you know, I thought he saw the movie The Secret, and... That's wow. what the whole movie was about. Oh, goodness. There go with the old references. All right. Ready, set, go. Which character of the boys do you most identify with? Ralph. Um, what's his name? The guy on the street. Oh, yeah. Uh, unnamed pedestrian number five. Good job. Ivan. It would be my filthy mouth. It would probably have to be Butcher. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Kimiko, because I'm so quiet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Most interesting female character on the boys is Koopa. I, I'm still going with Kimiko. Oh, it's on Koopa. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ralph. Unidentified female number seven. Nice. <laughs> Mike. Homelander. Even his dad says he's a pussy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which member of the seven could receive their own solo spinoff series? Ralph. Does the girl in the crime statistic count as part of the seven? Yes, no. Because I would definitely watch a spin-off show that she would have. All right, Ivan? It would probably have to be Maeve. Time is up. Go ahead and say that again, Ivan. It would probably have to be Maeve, just so we could see the past with Homeland there, even though they might just show that on future episodes. All right, so Queen Maeve, all right. Mike? 
I'm going to go seven adjacent and say Ashley, and it would be a hair care show. <laughs> which Ashley, though? Yeah, there's two of them now. Which, which Ashley? The one losing her hair. <laughs> okay, but which Ashley, then? Yeah, that one. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, shout-outs. We're at that part of the show. Any shout-outs, gentlemen? I'm going to shout out to Ivan, Mr. Cooper for coming on to the show yeah. and, for being, and for being such a diva. Ass. He's showing me his writer. He's like, I want only yellow M&Ms and I just want some like, yo, yeah. you call me Mariah Carey right now? I want, I want the left side Twix. <laughs> I was like, this is not only Conan O'Brien. <laughs> I wanted to be prepared for the questions that are being caught off guard, Brian. Yeah, I never, I, I never got it so early. It was like, what, what, what you, like two days ago? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I need to know so I can prepare for one. Nah, but, de- but definitely the thanks for Ivan to show up there. I also want to, Hope that uh, Kevin's still out. I'm sorry, Keith is still out there listening to our show. So well, after you call him listening. Kevin, I'm not sure if he'll be well, listening. No, he's not going to be listening now, but he could be. But other than Hope that, so. all the rest. He'll listen to this part and then he'll stop. I know, exactly. All right, all right. Ralphie, any shout outs for you? Not really. Wow. Not really. That's, that's how he retains a fan base. <laughs> oh, listen, my fans know you, you just got to gotta remove the love just a little bit. Have them want it, and then you give them just a little. You sprinkle. You say, you, you look suck, at them. Tech, you suck. That's right. That's how they show their love. The way that technique of give them a little bit and pull it away sounded like stuff that people use for other things. We're not going to go there. Usually people with 30 kids. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Mr. Koopa, any shout-outs? Yes. Shout-out to Ryan, because I haven't seen him in 1,000 years because he never shows up to the goddamn chat. Oh, that, that 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 Ryan guy, yeah, he he's he's our yeah, artist. Shout he's out, not he's, not, he's not a fun guy at all. He's the worst. Hips and Tom every time, every time I'm here, got to shout out to Hips and Tom. Hope Hips he's and Tom. Eventually, you're gonna break his record. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. let's, let's see what happens. We have a Borderlands movie and a uh, Mario movie coming up next year. So <laughs> right. there's those. And then of course, shout out to Diddy Kong Racing because it's better than Mario Kart 64. And is that is that, <laughs> is that your is that your hot take for today? We everybody knows Mark. What I feel about Mark Kart sixty four. If you want a hot take, it would probably be uh, that the Wii U is a better machine than the PS three. That would be if you want a hot take. Wow! We wow. oh, use oh better than the PS three. Wow! Okay. As a machine, yes. As right. a machine, yes. Please, <laughs> any pipe bombs, <laughs> Molotov cocktails, send them directly to. Mr. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> and any fruity cocktails before you, you send do, to me. Before anyone does that, turn on your PS3 and tell me 20 minutes later when it finally lets you do anything if you still feel the same way. Wow. wow. I'll, I'll double check it with my Xbox One, which will come on 40 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, first off, definitely want to also join, jo- join the group and shouting out Mr. Cooper for joining us. Definitely big shout out to you. Thank you for coming on for a non-video game um podcast that's what's up and i want to also shout out those who've been missing because i'm going to start putting out milk cartons to find out where the hell they are so shout out to the missing people of tinkerbell south carolina and johannes where the hell are you three any of you none of you what's going on hopefully i hear from you all hope you're all well um definitely shout out to ms from marvel who wanted to argue with me about how much she thought she hulk was eh I was like, what? And shout out to her husband, Jay, too, who um, we, we, we got into a back and forth about um, 
about the boys and how, you know, the idea of them copying superhero tropes and all that stuff. They go, you should have me on the podcast. I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, shout out to Lady J. I had to keep her last but not least because, of course, she's not only sitting next to me, but because, you know. With the gun. With the gun? (laughs) (laughs) All it takes is a twist of a nipple. I mean, I, I get easily manipulated. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I feel sorry for everyone that heard that. Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> My ears are bleeding. <laughs> Ralph, you have a text that made, that, your, that made your eyes bleed for me, too. So Yes. I yeah. shall never forget it. We will never talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely shout out to all those who are who are still listening, who might not be bold enough to kind of send us messages. Oh, wait, wait, while she's right there, what, what episode is Lady J up to on our on our? Uh... Our backlog. Um, let me dare ask you, Lady J, what what episode are you up to? One one oh seven. One oh seven. That sounds like she's slacking. <laughs> you, you gotta step it up. <laughs> well, rumor has it not only Lady J, but a couple of people have been saying that we need to get Black Doom back on the show. Just saying. Well, he's he, he's a busy dictator. We'll find out what happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we hope to get him on soon, and we got to get um, Mr. Kuba back on. We also got to mention to Hipster Tom that his record is about to slip away. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else before we say um, adios? Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be video games. You know, I don't watch a lot, but I do. <laughs> what I do watch, I do uh, enjoy, which is mostly Marvel because they kind of force you at this point so. <laughs> oh yeah yeah they're like oh did you miss that one episode wave oh then you won't know what's going on <laughs> anything from you ralph nope wow you man a little words at the end of the show i don't know what happened you get gassed out like a marathon maybe maybe all right so so for rt square ralph the tech um for also mike also known as mfg and for special guests Ivan, a.k.a. Mr. Cooper, this is the cap saying keep it geeky. And that Ryan, the artist, we got to find him a job. We got to get lazy. Wow. <laughs>